What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome you to Upstate Sports Fanatics, hosted by Taylor Lane and Ethan Hugley. Welcome back to Upstate Sports Fanatics Podcast. My name is Taylor Lane, and alongside me again is Ethan Hugley. Welcome back, everybody. There's so much we have to talk about this week um, that's happened last week in sports, so stay tuned and we'll begin phase one after this short break. Welcome back. Time to begin phase one. NFL records after week three. We are going to go through these pretty quick, and then we'll get into some statistics of what happened in week three. AFC East, New York Jets, one and two. Buffalo, two and one. Miami, three and oh. New England, one and two. Well, sad for Buffalo, but Miami, prayers going out to two of man. 100%. Um, we don't we don't wish I mean as much as we hate the Dolphins, Tua we've talked about Tua a lot on this podcast because we thought it was going to be his year, but we hope he has a speedy recovery and gets back on the field quick. AFC North, Baltimore two and one, Pittsburgh one and two, Cleveland two and one, Cincinnati one and two. That's gonna be a good division. Uh, it's tough. That's gonna be a tough division. Um, Still Baltimore in favor. I feel like I agree too. Um, Cincinnati needs to step it up. Um, we'll get into them a little bit too, a little later. So, AFC South, Houston, zero and two with their tie. Yep. Tennessee, one and two. Indianapolis, one one and one with their tie. Yep. And Jacksonville, two and one. Jacksonville, man. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is stepping it up this year. I'm impressed. That's right. I'm impressed. AFC West, Vegas, zero and three. Denver two and one, Kansas City two and one, Chargers two or one and two. I am gonna eat my words about the very first episode about Las Vegas because I told everybody that they're gonna go the distance and uh, well I got I got (laughs) smacked in the mouth on that one. (laughs) They are struggling right now. Um, They are a good team, but they are they're struggling. Let's put it that way. There's gonna be teams that are gonna struggle. They've got the weapons, man. They just aren't winning. I know it's crazy. So. NFC East, Dallas two and one, Giants two and one, Philly three and zero, Washington one and two. Can I say it now that if there's no injuries and everybody's healthy, Philly will take yeah, that. Philly's gonna take that, and I feel like they're gonna take the conference. They could. That that's they could. That's a that's a good. I would say that's a good future look. Yeah. Is them taking that division? I know I had a and the cruddy uh, guess with the, <laughs> with the Raiders. You could be bad luck, dog. Let's, <laughs> let's not say it. Too yeah, much. why don't we say that for the 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 uh, the teams that we don't want to win? Actually, I'll just I'll just predict it and it'll go opposite. <laughs> <laughs> NFC North: Chicago two and one, Green Bay two and one, Detroit one and two, Minnesota two and one. Uh, it's Another good, good division. That's that's good division. I think it's going to be either Green Bay or Minnesota. So, I don't know. Chicago. I think Justin Fields might do some work. I think he's going to do some work. NFC South: Carolina one and two, Atlanta one and two, Saints one and two, Tampa Bay two and one. Another tight division. Oh yeah. But 
Will Tampa Bay stay on top of that division is the question. It's a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we'll see. NFC West, San Francisco, 1-2. and two. Arizona, 1-2. and two. Rams, 2-1. Two and one. Seattle, 1-2. and two. It's literally... It's basically the exact same thing as the NFC South. And it's the exact same thing as the AFC North. It's close. Those are these are all close, close divisions. The only um, two teams really is Miami and um, Philadelphia. Yeah, they are three and zero. They are, and it, that's impressive. It's very... to be in week three and still be three and zero is is impressive to say the least. Out of all the teams in the in the National Football League. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, it's only three games, but there's only two teams that are 3-0. and Yeah, which is which is wild. So you me. already know that the competition is going to be great throughout the season. I've said it multiple times, and I'll keep saying it. This will be the best season that we see from the NFL, I believe. Yeah, and it's only going to keep getting better and better. Each weekend, there's an upset. Each weekend, there's a good game. You know what I mean? Each weekend, there's a game that feels like it's a Super Bowl. Nothing is promised. Nothing is promised right now. So I know we went through those pretty quick, um, but while we're on this subject, we might as well just do one more thing quick. If you had to choose two teams right now who are going to make a run in the NFC, who would you pick? Are you talking all the way to the, to the conference? Yeah. Or? So who do you think? Two possible teams that could win the conference. I'm going to go definite. For NFC, I'm going to go definite Philadelphia. I'd like to see it be Philadelphia and, oh, God. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's so early. It is early, but let's see. Predict the future a little bit here. See if All we right. can. All right, we'll do Philadelphia and Minnesota. Okay. That'd be a tough, and that'd be an awesome, that awesome would be, battle. That, that would be an awesome battle. I think I'm going to go Philly with you because Philly is looking really good right now. Um, but again, it's still the beginning of the season. But I'm going to go Philly, and I would love to see the Rams back-to-back make it. Because that would be nice to see somebody back-to-back make it. That would be impressive. Yeah. Uh, AFC. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to sound biased, but I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo yeah, and uh, the other team, really. <laughs> I don't like this because... <laughs> They're all close. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Miami, yes, you're 3-0. and That's awesome. But but if two is healthy and he comes back... And not only that, I'm not making excuses. I'm really not. No, like, yeah. Hey, listen, if you're going to beat us, you know, good for you. Hey, good win. I'm not... I am a little salty because the fan base and everybody, as you know, Bill's Mafia. Yeah. We're ride or die. Well, of course. Um, every every loss hurts. I mean, but, you know what I mean? It doesn't just hurt the team, but it hurts us. Right. You're not going to win every single solitary game of the season. The, no. The, I'm pretty sure what it was was Miami was the only team to have the perfect record in 1976. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and that was, that was forever. Okay. Like, right. Nowadays, the league <laughs> has changed. The rules have changed. Everything's changed. Exactly. So, I would have to say, yeah, and Buffalo didn't have a lot of their – Starters, man. I know. Hey, we were hurt. Shooter. We were an injured team right there for us, especially on defense. Um, now, back to your question. Buffalo. I just, I, I, 
it's either Buffalo and Kansas City or Buffalo and uh, I'd, I'd like to see it go Baltimore. So that's what I was going to say. I was going to say either Buffalo or Casey or Buffalo or Baltimore. Because I, I like those. Those are two, those are three good teams right now. Yeah. That have high quality potential. Exactly. I mean, if you look at the power rankings. Oh, yeah. Even though Buffalo lost to Miami. Their power rankings still. They're number one. Yeah. They had a bad week. It was a bad week. That's all it was. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm not, like, again, I'm not making excuses. Yeah, we didn't have players. Yeah. Tua shouldn't have come back in, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But well, yeah, I mean, I'm not using those as excuses. We lost. We lost the game. It's that simple. We move on, on to the next. There's so many more games left to play this season. And Baltimore, and, and Buffalo, Baltimore, and Kansas City have a lot more work to do. So we'll see what happens. But that concludes phase one. We're going to move into phase two uh, after this short break. Here we are talking about phase two of the NFL week three takeaways. Now, it was kind of interesting. I don't know about you, T, but I, I, I got a couple of them here. I got first, I got, I got the Miami Dolphins. You know, Tua in Miami, win over Josh Allen and the Bills. How do you feel about that? Oh, I have to say, not very happy as a Bills fan. Um, <laughs> as an NFL fan. Oh, it was interesting. It was interesting. There was a lot of things that happened. There clearly was some stuff that is being talked about still to this day yep. after that game. Um, you know, like we said, prayers out to Tua. And to be quite fair, the fan base in Buffalo... Oh yeah, had already out. they they already reached a thousand donations. Yeah, that's for his recovery. It's amazing, and it's and it was all to one of his charities. I mean, that's that's what us Bills fans do. We always, I mean, we don't ever want to see anybody hurt. We we're always, a supportive group. We're a no supportive what. group. As much as crazy as we are, we're yeah. supportive, and we're a good fan base. And, and prayers out to Tua, Josh Allen. I mean, I know you may not hear this, but. Uh, Good game. I mean, you played a you played a hard fought 400 game. Four hundred yards. Hard fought game. Things. I mean, may not have gone our way, but you know what? It's you, a it's it's a it's one it's one game. You win and lose your battles, man. You do, and I mean, you can't win them all. You know that just as well as I do. Ethan knows that. I mean, we all know that. You can't you can't win them all. Keep them moving though. But you gotta you can't sulk <laughs> down now because you lost to Miami. It's it's time to get up and fire back. And that's the type of guy he is, man. He, it is. He goes back into the into the press conference and he talks to everybody about it. He said, "We're gonna go back into next week with a better you know mindset. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get better. That's all you hear from McDermott and Allen. They We're gonna get better. Do better. We're gonna get better. Yep. You know, it's not like, well, because of this and because of no. It's. We're going to get better. We're going and they're to march never down. No. They're never down about it. They're like, yeah, we lost. Yeah. Okay. We, we know yeah, our potential. We, we played shitty. Okay. Yeah. We, had some, we had some mess ups. We're going to go back to practice. We're going we're gonna to fix them. Yep. That's what they do. So, next would be this man right here. The man, the myth, and the legend. Yeah. 
Cooper Rush, the second win in a row. Listen, move out of the way, Prescott. I know you got injured, but it's my time to shine, buddy. I heard somebody say a funny thing. Oh they boy. said they said that Cooper Rush is the Tom Brady after Drew Bledsoe got injured. That's I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Well, hey, that's a possibility, but we can't get ahead of ourselves because Brady is one of a kind. <laughs> I, yeah, Brady's the goat. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. It could happen. It There's, could. It, you know, anything's possible in the NFL. It could. Um, but I will say this on that subject: Cooper Rush, hell of a game he played. Um, you know, completed passes. He he played very well. He led the Cowboys. I mean, he's he did awesome. He did good. Brought him to their second win, keeping the hopes alive in Dallas while Dak's out. That's basically what he's doing. That's a fact. And I mean, Dak, from what we've heard from Jerry Jones, will be back in three to four weeks. I mean, I know he just got his stitches out of his hand the other day. So and he's already throwing the ball in practice. So. No hate against Prescott, but keep rushing. Man. For now, I would let let his hand heal. He can't jump back in too quick. Not even that. Not even that. Well, I no, agree. give give Rush some more snaps, even when he's when Prescott's healthy. Well, he did. You got to remember too. After last season with Prescott breaking his leg, his ankle, Cooper that was like what the first or second game of the season he broke his leg. Cooper Rush played the whole season and. They had an okay season. They didn't play terrible. I want to say they had a positive record, too. There's nothing against Prescott, in my opinion, but I just love seeing Cooper Rush play. Yeah, he's a a a one-of-a-kind quarterback. He's fun to watch. He is. He's really fun to watch. And look, he's bringing in wins. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. So last year, just to put this into context, okay... Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott gets hurt, and Cooper Rush comes in. Cooper Rush finishes the Cowboys at twelve and five. Yeah, I mean, that's over five hundred. They had a seven hundred win percentage. They had a seven hundred percentage. That's impressive as a backup quarterback behind Dak Prescott and can still put up numbers like that. I'm impressed. Keep him in. Keep him in. Yeah. So on to the next. We're gonna move to the Jags. Big win over the Chargers, putting the hurt on Herbert. Now, hold on. Herbert was injured. I get it. Yeah, but you can't use that as an excuse. No, I know. I mean, Herbert, yeah, he's one of a kind. Well, his ribs, though. I mean, that's got to play a big part. In he still played, though. The ball. Yeah, and he's being stubborn about it, I yeah, think, in my opinion. If you got something that is going to hinder... Play. Yeah, if it's going to hinder you from doing a good job at your position... Yep. You might as well not. Yeah. Because in this in this high end of a you know, the caliber that they're playing at. Oh yeah. You can't you can't risk that. <laughs> no, you get hit again in that same area, which is more than likely, mm-hmm. you could be out for the season, dude. Yeah. I mean he had a, I mean, that was a, so yes, he's hurt. Jaguars win over them, you know, thirty eight to ten. That's which is Good job, Lawrence. That's Rob great job, Lawrence. So Herbert threw 25 of 45, 297 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So that's tough for him because he's not like that. No, he's not. And then that, you go over to... That was almost half. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he doesn't... You could tell he was hurting. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence, though, he went 28 of 39, 262 yards with three touchdowns and zero interceptions. 
Man's going off. That's a that's a good day for him. It is. That's a good day for him. And at that, I mean, with that completion rate, no interceptions. Three touchdowns. That many yards, three touchdowns, you deserve to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just a, a good win for no, them. We thought he was a bust. We did. Last year he was. Last year he struggled. But because I think he needed because, a good he needed a good O line. He needed he needed some weapons, man. And they did. That's exactly what they got this offseason. They got Kirk on there. Kirk Christian Kirk's good. Yeah. And and not even just that. Like last year he saw the league. That was his first year to see the league That's and what fact. it was like. Rookie. It was a rookie, exactly. And then he comes back year two and he's now throwing the ball better. He's completing more passes. His line's better. He's feeling he's more using, comfortable. He is. He's way more comfortable with the team. He's more comfortable with the play calling and the coaches. So on to the next, I'd say the Colts. A huge upset over <laughs> the Chiefs, man. Come on, Mahomes. What's going on here? You know, Taylor, tell me a little bit about this. Rough, rough man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really all I can say is rough. Rough, 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 rough for Patty Mahomes. And the Colts. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose some crazy games against some not so good teams, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna you know, we're gonna be the Chihuahua that bites the ankle right. on the Chiefs, right? You know, making a statement, knowing that we're not the greatest of teams. They but it we're just goes put to show that on. it just goes to show that they can be beat. Good teams can be beat. That's a fact. You know what I mean? It was a close game, twenty seventeen Colts. But I will say this, okay, statistics-wise, Patrick Mahomes, 20-35, 262 yards, one touchdown, one interception, okay? Now, these, uh, these numbers are, are kind of crazy from Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, where's number two, okay? He passes 27 of 37 for 222 yards and two touchdowns. A lot of twos right there, man. Ah, uh, that's coincidental. That's I think there's a conspiracy theory yeah. here. Colts for the Super Bowl. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> potential if they start winning games. I mean, anybody, they just showed that they can beat the Chiefs. They showed that they can play football. They yeah. showed that they're not here to be walked on. Right. Matt Ryan is a veteran quarterback. He just has to be on the same page as he was against the Chiefs with all of his receivers and his line, and, and, it, and I think they'll do fine. Yeah. Do I think they'll make the playoffs? It's a possibility. Possibly. Possibility. It's a it's a big possibility, but who knows? I mean, Matt Ryan, beginning of the season, getting warmed up to this team, getting used to it after being on the Falcons for so long. And look what they do. They come back and beat a team like the Chiefs. Right. Who make a run last year. Exactly. Impressive. I'm impressed. Bengals. Finally. Finally, Bengals. You got your win after last year being in the Super Bowl. And going 0-2. Yeah, people were starting to think you guys were just a, you know, a fluke. It was a fluke. That's, that's what they thought it was. They thought it was a fluke. But no. But no. Look, here, I mean, here he is. Here they are. That's it. Joey Burrow. It's time to step it up and start winning more games. But it's, hey, good win for them. It is. It's, it's, it's such a good win for them. They needed it. And, you know, it felt like they, uh, like they actually had a team going. You know what I mean? So... Felt like they were back in it. Like I was watching them play the playoffs again, dude. Yep. Um, but Joey just has to do what he has to do and, and complete passes. And I mean, I hear you there. So week three standout stats for the quarterbacks. We're going to start out with Josh Allen. 42 out of 63. 400 yards, 6.3 average, two touchdowns. 
He got sacked four times. It's tough. It's tough. It is. It's tough to see that because he doesn't get sacked a lot ever. No. You know what I mean? I mean, he kind of evades a lot of guys or stiff arms him or hurdles him or, you know. Definitely. He does. <laughs> um, He's a jack of all trades. So, but he didn't have any interceptions. So, that, you got to take that one right there. Yeah, two touchdowns, 400 yards. I mean, impressive. I'm impressed, but uh, again. Played his heart out. Did play his heart out. Wide receivers played their heart out. I mean, threw for 400 yards, man. Like, that's impressive. It is. Um, four sacks, though. That's where it hurts us. It does. Four and sacks. I'm more than sure that it was some it was of our O-line. Some of our O-line was actually out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I mean, our old, some of our O-line's out. Our defense is out. I mean, there's no, yes, there's no real, real excuse. But look at why they're the starters. Right. Right. Know, yeah, yeah, you're in professional football caliber. Okay, we get that. But second string is far different from first string. <laughs> you're going to take a guy in second string, say like a guy like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Come on. I know. it's. You're going to put the best of the best on your team at first string. Oh, yeah, against whoever. Because and that other person uh, uh, on the opposite side of the ball. Yep. Could be just as good as your first string. Now you put in your second string because your first string's injured. That really hurts you. Oh, it does. 100%. It definitely... I mean, your possibility of stopping is going to go down because exactly. it's a second string. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's a second string. These guys are all in the NFL for a reason. They're not in the NFL because they're a fluke. Right. You know what I mean? They they have the potential to block guys like Tyreek Hill and, and like T. Higgins or whoever. You know what I mean? They, they have the potential. Uh-huh. I hear you there. So let's go on to Matt Ryan. 27 for 37, 222 yards, 6.0 average, two touchdowns. He got sacked five times. He did. Man got beat up, but... And still came out with the win. Still came out with the win, with that conspiracy. Um, No interceptions. No. No interceptions, just sacked again. Yeah. Great. That was great. What a win, dude. What a win. Yeah. That just amazes me. What a win. (laughs) I love the NFL. Moving on to Trevor Lawrence, 28-39, 262 yards, 6.7 average, three touchdowns, zero sacks. And again, and, you know, this man, he's growing into the team, and I love to see it. We, we talked about it. I mean, we've touched on it a couple times, you know what I mean, of him struggling last year. And, and I'm just so happy to finally see him with his team and on the same page as his team and with a couple with more weapons. Receivers. With a couple more weapons, and that's, I think, what's helping him a lot is he gets guys coming in that are rookies, and he can connect with them because it's only his second year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's still young. They're young, and that's why they connect. So We'll do Patty Mahomes now. 20 for 35, 262 yards, 7.5 for an average, one touchdown, one sack, and one interception. I mean, other than the interception, he played a strong game. It just came down to the defensive side of the ball. Exactly. And who they could stop. And and you got to remember, I mean, Matt Ryan, who they played, had five sacks. They sacked him a lot. Which, again, it's on the defensive side of the ball. But Patrick Mahomes just needs to... Uh, Keep pushing the team down the field. He's he, gonna, he's gonna have to shake it off, just like Josh Allen, and he will. Oh, he will. He's he's a young quarterback, just like Josh Allen, and and they have the mindset of 
It's just a game. It's a, it's one game. We have so much left of the season that we can't freak out. Yet. But it's time to lock in. You gotta you gotta lock in. These these next few games for all these teams are gonna be impressive. Now we got Joe Burrow. Bad man Burrow. Twenty three for thirty six, two hundred and seventy five yards, seven point six for an average. We got three touchdowns for him. He got sacked twice. Yeah. I mean, good win over the Jets. I would have liked to see a little high of a scoring game. It was only 27-12. to 12. Right. Um, I think with them being in the Super Bowl last year, that game should have been a blowout. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, 27-12, that's a good lead. But come on, dude. I mean, come on. Get a little bit more... Uh... But, but I will say this. For the Jets to score 12 on a Super Bowl team... And to hold them only to 27. Was that Flacco? Was he out there? Yeah, Flacco. Footsie Flacco. Footsie Flacco threw 28 <laughs> of 52. He threw what? 28 of 52. Wow. 285 yards. Okay. No touchdowns and two interceptions. So you don't throw the interceptions and you complete more passes. 28 of 52, that's, that's not awful low. <laughs> but you complete more passes. You could possibly win that game. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, you got a veteran quarterback in. You do. He, you know, he's literally pretty much the same age range as uh, Matty Ice. Yeah. You know, Matt Ryan. Yep. So, Flacco, get it together, man. He will. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling. We'll talk about I mean, once you do the predictions later, I think next week might be his week. So, And the last one we got here is Geno Smith, 32-44. 325 yards, he had a 7.4 average, two touchdowns, two sacks. It's a good game for Geno. It's a good game for him. This man came out of the cemetery. Yeah, for out real. Out of his grave. For real. He's been there for a while. He's been he's been so many places. I mean, he threw one interception. But still, man, 320, 32 of 44, that completion rate... That's why he's on this list. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's on this list because of that completion rate. And, yeah, they lost 27-23. It was a really, really close game. But it was two quarterbacks who have came out of the woods. Yep. Marcus Mariota and Geno Smith. Yep. You know what I mean? They both rose out the grave and said, all right, time to play some football. Let, me, a, let me let me dust off a little bit. I'm a little old, but we got put it. Some, put some oil on the uh, the, on the arms, here. on the joints, everything. <laughs> but no, it was a good game. Geno Smith, yeah, you lost, but way to play, man. Way to, what a game. What a game. Now we got to move on to the wide receivers. First, we got Mac Hollins. Eight receptions, 10 targets, 158 yards. 19.8 for an average and one touchdown. Yeah, I mean, wild. I mean, again, the the 19.8 is what I see when I see those stats. I mean, you that, want the that. average yards per catch, 10 targets, 158 yards, eight receptions. Dude, the it's kid great. went off. That's great. The kid went off. Yeah, Jalen Waddle. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Not much. Quiet, quiet day for him. No, I mean, four receptions, six targets, 102 yards, 25.5 for an average. I mean, you got to take, you know, obviously your four receptions out of only six targets. And yes, it's great, 102 yards. You like to see that still out of a low, you know, 
low sight on the ball. Yeah. You know, low, low, low chance of getting the ball. He got zero touchdowns. But I will say, that's pretty darn good for only four receptions. I mean, he's putting... When I see the 25 and a half right there, yep. I think of, okay, this kid's got four receptions, six targets. He's putting them in scoring position with 25-yard runs. You know what I mean? So, it's definitely... It's definitely a good percentage, but I think he could have had some more targets. You know what I mean? But, again, Tua had gotten hurt. Teddy Bridgewater came in a little bit. So, interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. Marquise Brown, 14 receptions, 17 targets, 140 yards. 10 yards for an average. You know, you got zero touchdowns, but that 10 yards screams to me, first down. First down, mm-hmm. first down. Also the 14 for 17. I mean, it yeah. just goes to show that he's a reliable target. That's why they throw it. That's why they threw the ball to him 14 times. Exactly. And out of the whole list that we have here, that's the most I see. Yeah. The most. Yeah, there's there's one that creeps on him, but that But that's I mean, he's got the most. It just goes to show how reliable he is and how many I mean, he gains yards. That's why they give him the ball. Yep. So, now we got Tyler Boyd, four receptions, five targets. 105 yards, 26.3 yards for an average, one touchdown. A lot of high averages this week. Man. I like it. A lot of high averages. It just goes to show that these players can can catch the ball and, and get yards after. That's a massive, massive plus. So. Yeah. All right, man. Amari Cooper. I love him. The old Dallas Cowboy. As much as as much as he he got traded, and I hate that because I like seeing him as a cowboy, but he's just such a good. <laughs> I've heard I've heard a story that you know when players get traded to the Browns after being on a different team for so long, once they get traded to the Browns, that's pretty much their uh, their nursing home. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so true. Though. Oh, I feel bad for that because you know what, the man actually didn't do bad. And no disrespect against you Brown fans, but that was just how it used to, you know, you got Jarvis Landry, you've got, yeah. you know, and then they, they he, obviously Landry moved out and so did Odell Beckham Jr. moved out of the Browns, but you know, everybody thought the everyone Browns. Everyone got hurt, and that's where they all went, yeah. the Browns. Right. <laughs> and it was the receiving core that did it. They all, yeah, you know, it was. that was the spot to go. Everybody thought it was, and then it busted. Well, they all thought, too, young quarterback, Baker Mayfield, you know, Going to start something fresh. Could possibly have a good connection. But now Amari gets there and there is, there is no Baker Mayfield. Right. And there is no Deshaun Watson. Right. So, I mean, now he's... But he is getting older, so... But we'll, we'll move right into this. And he was at seven receptions out of 11 targets. 101 yards. 14.4 for an average. And that's one touchdown going down on his list. Just goes to show he can compete. Yep. It just goes to show that he can get yards, he can compete, and he uh, he's getting first down, moving the ball. Yep. So fourteen point four average. Again, I, I literally cannot complain. These these stats, I I don't give a shit about how many yards you have total, man. I want to. But s- if you're averaging and you're getting these yards to put your team in a better position to score, that's what the game of football is all about. It's not oh who can have this much yards. It's can we keep moving the ball, and that's what I see when I see these guys. I want to say it's more about being reliable. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Now we got Chris Olave. 
Nine receptions, 13 targets, 147 yards, 16.3 for an average, zero touchdowns. Still, like you said, and like I said, reliable. Yeah, 9-13 just goes to show that they throw the ball to him and uh, they can trust him. We're going to running backs now. we got James Robinson. 17 carries, 100 yards, 5.9 for an average, one touchdown. Great job for the Jags. Yeah, that's big. I mean, helped out Lawrence as well. Yeah. Lawrence did amazing. Yep. Stud player. Um, I just think, uh, I mean, 17 carries, 100 yards, 5.9. You're moving the ball. You're putting it into a reliable position again. You're not, you know, it's really fairly unheard of to go 10 yards for an average on a normal game. This right here, nearly six yards for an average. Mm -hmm. Dude, I don't know about you. Right, but you kind of often see when a player does that, say it's first down or second down, and they get the six yards, and say it was like first and ten, second and ten. He gets the six yards. They got four yards left to go. They're gonna throw a little bubble, you know. Right. They're gonna throw a little uh, slant route, you know, or they're gonna keep running it. It's reliable. Now we're gonna move to Khalil Herbert. Twenty carries, hundred and fifty-seven yards, seven point nine average, two touchdowns. Great. Two touchdowns. I mean, you can tell as the 20 carries and the 157 yards, they trust him. But it worked. They trust him. He's got two touchdowns. They know he uh, know he can get through the line, know he can bust through, and he know he, they can pull away with him if they have to. Right. So he, again, seems like a reliable running back with, with the numbers that we're looking at and the 7.9 average. I mean, it's all about the average to me. Like, yeah, I gave you the ball. But if you're constantly losing yards or you're not gaining yards and you're not doing much, okay, then you're struggling. But I see everybody on our list gaining yards, gaining yards, gaining yards. You know what I mean? It's all about, you know, and I mean like reliability. If you really think about it, that's their job. Yeah. So it's it like it's all you have self explanatory. Grab the ball and run. Right. Nick Chubb, twenty three carries, hundred and thirteen yards. 4.9 average, one touchdown. Nick Chubb is uh, top tier right now in the NFL. Oh, I agree. And, you know, 4.9 kind of sounds low to him. That man normally is like a, like a six. Six or a seven at least. Yeah. I mean, just goes to show that. He can be stopped. He can be. Defenses nowadays are stopping people. And, uh. It's, it's impressive what the defense can do, but it's more impressive that Nick Chubb is still getting touchdowns and still gaining yards, and they're still so trustworthy with him by he's, giving him the ball 23 times. He's giving him hope. Yeah. Now, um, I really just can't stand to see this man on the list, but I love him. I, I can't either. But get off the running backs list and be a quarterback. But when you have more, when you have more yards than your own running back, <laughs> come on, stop it. Give the man a chance. Just Lamar Jackson, eleven carries, hundred and seven yards, nine point seven for the average, and one touchdown. Throw the ball. Man should have been a running back. Man should not even have been a quarterback. Okay. Should have just been a running back. Can we just agree that he is the new Michael Vick? Not as great. But he has got the same attributes and potential. the same, same way of play. Oh, yeah. Come on. Potential of being like that. Potential of taking that title. You know what I mean? Right. But, agreed, his attributes and everything that he does is almost exactly like Michael Vick. He's, is he as good of a player? Not right now. D- 
does he have potential to be that good of a player? Hell yeah. 100%. He's like that guy in the friends group that's just pushing himself to, you know, be accepted. Always. And, and in our, in our, in He's our, like, hey guys, come on, let me in the door. Just let me in the door. And then they're like, no, you're a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, sorry to say it, but... If he's putting more, on numbers like that. Ran more yards than James Robinson, and James Robinson did excellent. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, he's creeping right on Christian McCaffrey, which we'll get into. And Nick Chubb. Yeah. 113 yards. I mean. That's crazy. Wild. But Christian McCaffrey ran 25 carries, 108 yards, 4.3 for an average, zero touchdowns. Good to see him back from his injury last year. Good it's to see him getting great. the ball. It's good to see him still healthy. Yes, it's good. And he's young, so it's good to see him healthy like you said and good to see them still being able to put the ball in his hands and, mm-hmm. and if they need yards they get yards yeah 4.3 average that's low for him too um but again it's the beginning of the season there's these I mean, these is, people have so much potential it is the, you know, it's the panthers and uh not bagging on them but they have had a track record of not doing so hot lately yeah they're struggling i mean yeah they got baker mayfield now i mean He's throwing the ball a lot more, though. He's doing and well. He's doing well. He's throwing the ball a lot more. He's getting used to the team. That's all. That's what I was just going to say. Is He's still trying to get used to this team, getting used to the play calling. The plays are different. Everything's different. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Now, we'll move on to a man who... Uh, he's been a hit or miss, and if especially if you've got him on fantasy, he is like, I'm going to go extraordinary, I'm going to go crazy, and you're going to get a lot of points, or I'm just... Man. Gonna be dormant, and yep. uh, that'd be Cordero Patterson. Seventeen carries, one hundred and forty-one yards, eight point three for an average. It's great average, and uh, one touchdown. Can't complain. No, it's a good day for him. Yep, that's one of his high days. You know what I mean? That's 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 way up there. Um, that's a good day for him. And if he keeps running like that all season, they have potential to do big things. I agree with you on that. Now, everybody, we are gonna go on to a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about phase three, the predictions for week four. Welcome back to Phase 3. Predictions for Week 4. We're going to start off with Dolphins versus Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. I agree. I mean, Burrow got his win. I think he's going to be hunting for it now. I mean, he's, he's going to keep, keep going. going. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Commanders versus Cowboys. Cowboys. I want Cooper Cowboys. Rush. Yeah. Cooper Rush yep. over the Commanders. Let's go. So let's see him go on a... I'd like to see a little streak. streak. Yeah. yeah. That'd yep. be nice. Uh, Bears versus Giants. Stop Bears. I'm going Bears all yeah. day. Stop Bears. I just think that Fields is is looking for that statement year, and that's that's his year this year. I feel like the Giants. I, I hate to say it because I'm from New York, but um, you know, I'm actually more happy to see that you guys are the same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. No, you guys, you get, you're great. You you do well. You play tough. Um, better luck next week, though, because I think the Bears are going to win. Yeah, I do too. Um, Vikings versus Saints. I'm going to go Vikings. I'm going to say the same. Because, I mean, Justin Jefferson, 
Kirk Cousins. I mean, they're just Cook. Cook. Yeah, he's. I mean, come on. I don't think tough. I don't think Saints defense has what it takes to stop Cook or Justin Jefferson. And uh, last time I heard, oh, what's his name? Winston. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. Yeah, he's not. I think he. I don't remember what it was that he hurt, but I know he is hurt, or he was questionable for a little bit. I think he's yeah to be determined or something like that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll go Vikings. Browns versus Falcons. Let's go Falcons. Let's go Falcons. I agree. I I, yep. I just don't think the Falcons or not the Falcons. I don't think the Browns have what it takes to beat the Falcons. Right. I don't. I think the Falcons. Yeah, Mariota is semi on a tear. You know what I mean? He had a good win last week. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's a tear. I'd say I just don't want it to be a fluke. I don't think they're going to be a fluke. Right. You know what I mean? I think the Browns may be a fluke this year. I think they're a rebuild team. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah. I think they are. That's yeah, because they say. got rid of a lot of people. I mean, yeah, they got some good people. Amari Cooper. That's a big. That's a big plus for Nick them. Chubb, Amari Cooper. Nick Chubb. Yeah, exactly. Kareem Hunt. Kareem. Yeah, that's another one. So, I'd say a rebuild, not really a fluke, but I just don't think they have what it takes to beat the Falcons. Right. So. Seahawks versus the Lions. Go on the Lions, man. I like to see DeAndre Swift. Whoa. And I like to see Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff go off. I, I like I wanna see that. So I'm going to the Lions. I'm gonna go opposite and go Seahawks because I wanna see Geno Smith do well. And I think this is a team where Geno Smith has potential to do well against. So it'll it'll be uh interesting to see what he does <laughs> this week. Titans versus the Colts. Let's go Colts. Yeah, I'm going with Let's that. go Matty Colts. Ice. Let's go Colts. After last week's win, I mean, they, they're just showing that they can beat teams. Put the Titans on a block of ice, Matt Ice. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You I got so, the win. Bro. You're going to get the win. Jaguars versus the Eagles. Eagles. That's I, I mean, to be honest with you, I love the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing. I'm very happy, and I want to keep seeing him progress in success and mm-hmm. all that but I think the Eagles because they're just such a tough team man yeah Eagles 3-0 I mean it's I agree with you Jaguars Trevor Lawrence I'm I'm happy for him you know what I mean I'm happy and I wish him great success but I the Eagles are just yeah Jalen Hurts right now is just playing so well animal um Jets versus Steelers <laughs> we talked about this before I'm going and, with Jets uh, well <laughs> Let this be known now, guys, that um, Taylor Taylor used to be a Jets fan, and I converted him to be a Bills fan, like, a while ago. So he's got his, uh, he's got his notches under his belt for being a part of Bills Mafia, so we accept him. But he's going Jets on this one, and I'm going to say Steelers. I just don't think Trubisky is going to be able to handle the Jets' defense. I don't. I, you know what? Teach to their own, but I'm going Steelers. And I like I like their receiver core. Yeah. And I like their defense. Yep. And and to be honest with you, True was on the Bills. Mm-hmm. Let's see some success go through this, man. Come on. Bills versus Ravens. Buffalo. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going Bias here. I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be a tough game. It's oh, gonna be this is going to be a Super Bowl game. Yeah. This is this is going to be the f- the vibe of a Super Bowl. The game. vibe of a Super Bowl game. It's going to be uh, pretty pretty crazy. So. Uh, Chargers versus Texans. Let's go Chargers. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Chargers too. Um, to me, Davis Mills is not proving anything to show that he's going to win a lot in in this season, and he's young, so. We'll see what's next year. Um, but I'd like to just see him be consistent at this point. Um, and, and to be honest with you, he's kind of like the Trevor Lawrence in my eyes where he needs to grow. Mm-hmm. He just needs to mature into the professional caliber. That's yeah. all. I mean, I just hope that the Chargers do the smart thing and they pay attention to Herbert. And if he's hurt, I don't think they should play him because they want him to stay healthy. Don't keep playing. Right. It's Let not him... like they're, that's... He's their only hope. He's got. They've got so many weapons. Yeah, I mean, they just have to be smart about it. If they're smart about it, the Chargers will win that game. Exactly. Cardinals versus Panthers. I'm oh, going Cardinals. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals too. Man. I'm going Cardinals. Kyler Murray. I mean, it's just Kyler Murray. I mean, he runs. He can throw. He can. He has targets. Yeah. Got a good line. They just have to compete. And I think I hope he absolutely tears up Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I know we said that we had high hopes of Baker Mayfield making a uh, run with the Panthers, but like we said before, it's new. It's a new team. It's early in the season. He's getting used to the playbooks, the players, the whole culture. But um, I'm sorry. I just want to see Kyler Murray run all over him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Packers versus Patriots. Go Pack. Going Packers. Yeah, I'd have to go Packers, too. I like Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers, and um, I, I, I love their running core. That's what they are. You Jones barely see him Dillon. throw anymore. Jones and Dylan. I mean, yeah, he can throw. Uh, of course, and when he does have to throw, he makes a statement. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, I'm still here. Still got an arm. Yep. Still, still putting in the work. Um, veteran, and he is another goat. In my another opinion. field general, though, too. Yes. So, let's go Raiders versus Broncos. This is a tough one because I uh, got burnt the last three games <laughs> <laughs> saying that the Raiders were going to do work. I'm going Raiders, bud. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Going Raiders. I want the Raiders to win a game. Actually, no. You know what it is? got to stick with it. Yeah. Bud. It's like the Bills Mafia. You got to stick with it. For the past 20 it. years of me being a fan <laughs> yep. and going through that terrible drought, I have that mindset through and throughout with anything in life. And you know what? You're right. Raiders. Let's go, Raiders. I, I think they're going to probably going to get burnt again. <laughs> if we get burnt again, next week, I'm done picking the Raiders. No, I'm going to keep the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Eventually, right. they're going to win. You're right. You're right. I like that. Let's go, Raiders. Chiefs versus Bucks. Another like Super Bowl-type game. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. Let's go, Tom Brady. I do too. I want, I want him to beat the Chiefs, but I want to see the Chiefs two in a row lost. That's what I want to see. I want to see how they're going to act after a two, two streak loss. Yeah, they lose to the Bucks. We have bad blood against the Chiefs, but I love seeing them play. They're so talented. They are, and I like watching them come back when they lose too. So that's why this game is going to be exciting. But I still want the Bucks to win though. Can, can <laughs> the Chiefs defense hold? 
Tom Brady. That's know. the question. That's what they're going to work on this week to come to that point. We'll have to see, but that's it, man. Fox. Rams versus 49ers. This is the Monday night game. Yeah. And uh, I'm going Rams. I'm going 49ers only because I want to see Jimmy G stick mm, with it. Yeah, man. that's he, true. All right, so listen. This has got to be some uh, conspiracy type deal. Jimmy G got cut to pretty much get off the team. Trey Lance got on his first string. Yep. They signed Jimmy G because they're like, you know, why don't you stay? Why don't you help the kid out? Yeah. And uh, you could take a pay cut, but he was totally cool with that. Yeah. Trey Lance, I don't like it. Guess what, Trey Lance? Sorry to say it, and I hope you have a good recovery, but you got injured. Yeah. And now you're out. And now... Smart move on on the 49ers. Great move yeah, to keep Jimmy G because he was there as the starter. He's a veteran. Yep. And to be honest with you, a lot of people are bagging on him. The man did a lot of work. If you look at his stats throughout the years, yeah, yeah he's not going to win every game. Oh, no. But look at the way he plays, man. He brought him to the you know playoffs. He brought him yeah. to this. He did that. He did exactly what a quarterback should do. I agree. So I'm going to go 49ers. I agree, but I don't think that San Francisco's line is going to be able to stop Aaron Donald. I don't. And then Ramsey with their coverage is is just so good, especially with, I mean, yeah, 49ers have good receivers, but they're not like no, they're receivers not. we talk about all the time. They're not high-end receivers. And that's, I mean, Jalen Ramsey is a high-end back. I, I agree. You know what I mean? So it, it, it may be a good game. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm going Rams. You're going 49ers. And with that, we have to say we can't thank you enough for stopping by to listen to our podcast. And I don't know about you, T, but hey, time and time again, I'm going to say I had an amazing time. How about you? Always have a good time. Always have a good time. We get to sit here, talk about sports, have a good time, and uh, can't can't wait for next week. Yeah, and uh, we would like everyone that is listening, and you know, spread the word, get us out there, because we'd love to share everything that we have for you guys, entertain you guys, and keep you uh, keep you informed on what's going on in the NFL. Um, if you want to come back, that'd be amazing to listen to recap week four of the NFL next week here on Upstate Sports Fanatics. <laughs>